what are the nine Enneagram types? Well, that's basically what this whole podcast is about. But I think what most people are asking for, at least at the beginning of their Enneagram journey, is a general flyover view of each Enneagram personality type. So hold on to your butts, because I'm about to whiz through a ton of information, some of which is total fluff, and the rest of which is pretty essential. So in the essentials category, I'll cover each type's core fear, core desire, wings, movements of integration and disintegration, and triads. And in the fluff categories, I'll cover each type's spirit animal, spirit country, and famous celebrities of that type. All right, that's our roadmap. You ready? Let's get into it. Type one, the reformer. The reformer's core desire is to improve themselves and the world around them through morality and wisdom. Their core fear is that their beliefs are wrong and their morals may actually be hurting themselves and others. Ones with a nine wing are called the idealist and they're more comfortable living in the world of ideas and theories rather than going door to door trying to convert folks like their counterpart, the one wing two. Ones with a two wing are called the advocate and they are far more in your face about the changes they seek to make in the world. When ones aren't coping well with stress, they disintegrate to the worst characteristics of type four and they start ditching their buttoned up morality and start to get moody, irrational, and sometimes a little promiscuous. But when ones are coping well with stress, they integrate the best characteristics of type seven and they become spontaneous, carefree, and an all around good time. Ones are in the gut triad center, so they struggle to acknowledge or accept their instinctual reactions. They internalize their anger because they feel like anger is morally wrong. And this results in them becoming extremely judgmental as that anger festers into bitterness towards others. In the harmonic triad, ones are in the competency group. So they cope with trauma by rationalizing or raising their moral standards even higher to prevent future pain. In the Hornevian triad, ones are in the compliant group. So they ask themselves what the proper way to behave is in every social situation. Switzerland is the type one country. Think clean streets, clear rules, and a love of timeliness, hence those nice little watches. The hornet and the barking dog are type one animals, aggressively attacking anything that seems bad. And now, I don't know what to make of this, but the Enneagram Institute lists both Martha Stewart and Osama bin Laden as famous type ones. Yeah, we'll either make the softest bed sheets you've ever felt or commit horrible crimes, or I guess those are both Martha Stewart. But we also get Confucius, Plato, and some famous first ladies like Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton. RIP. Anyway, moving on. Type two, the helper. The helper's core desire is to be loved and needed. So their core fear is of being unwanted or unloved. Twos with a one wing are called the servant and they're often found working behind the scenes to help others improve their lives in some capacity. Twos with a three wing are called the host and they feel like their service to humanity comes from presenting a skill or creating a space of some kind. They ain't nearly as bashful about being in the spotlight or taking credit for things like a two wing one would be. When twos aren't dealing well with stress, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type eight and they get aggressive, bossy, and combative. But when twos are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type four and become accepting, warm, and comforting. Twos are in the heart triad center. So they have problems acknowledging their feelings and they tend to extrovert an image that everything's okay and they're doing just fine. In the harmonic triad, twos are in the positive outlook group. So they cope by looking on the bright side because of course, someone is always worse off than you. In the Hornevian triad, twos are in the compliant group and they look to help whoever is in charge of any given situation. So 
They may be the ones at the party picking up after everyone, even though it's not their party. Italy is the type two country. Think Italian moms cooking you your favorite meal whenever you come by and hosting your friends. The licking puppy and the donkey are two animals that represent type two. Think caring and supportive. And finally, the Enneagram Institute lists Desmond Tutu, Mother Teresa, and Monica Lewinsky as famous type twos. And there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not bold enough to make it. Moving on. Type three, the achiever. The achiever's core desire is to be seen as capable, excellent, and successful. Their core fear is of being worthless or seen as a failure. Threes with a two wing are called the charmer, and they like cultivating relationships with a wide array of people as a means of feeling valuable. Threes with a four wing, on the other hand, are called the professional, and they tend to choose their career prominence over domestic lives or small family. When threes are not coping well with stress, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type nine, and they tend to avoid the world by vegging out with like a pint of ice cream, maybe some booze and hours of Netflix. Although who doesn't spend hours on Netflix? When threes are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type six and lose their need to be seen as the capable one. So they become less hyperactive and far more supportive. Threes are in the heart triad center. So they struggle to be aware of their emotions and will take on whatever image advances their status in life and numbs the pain of their shame. In the harmonic triad, threes are in the competency group. So they cope by using their skills to find a shortcut out of trauma. In the Hornevian triad, threes are in the assertive group. So they want to stand out in social situations by wooing each and every person there. The United States of America is the country that represents type three best. Think about that American dream of having a big house, a white picket fence and 2.5 children. Animals that represent type three are the chameleon and the peacock. And the Enneagram Institute lists Oprah, Tony Robbins, and Bill Clinton as famous type threes. And it's getting really hard to not make these jokes. Moving on. Type four, the individualist. The four's core desire is to have a unique identity and feel truly seen by others. Their core fear is that they are not actually special and have no distinct identity. Fours with a three wing are called the aristocrat. And they tend to feel a bit more elitist and sophisticated thanks to their refined taste and usually their unique experiences. Fours with a five wing are called the bohemian and are a bit more reclusive and eclectic in their taste. They don't necessarily create with an audience in mind like a four wing three would, they just kind of create so they can live in their imagination. When fours are not coping well, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type two and become overly clingy, needy, and even more dramatic. When fours are doing great, they integrate the best characteristics of type one and become wise, balanced, and objective. Fours are in the heart triad center, so they have problems with their internalized emotions and feel shame around their identity. And in the harmonic triad, fours are in the reactive group. So they deal with trauma by looking for a rescuer and playing hard to get to keep others chasing after them. In the Hornevian triad, fours are in the withdrawn group. So in social situations, they're pretty prone to the old Irish goodbye when they're tapped out or not getting enough attention. France is the country that represents type four the best. Think smoking a cigarette and sipping a cappuccino and talking about how no one appreciates truly great art anymore. Type four animals are the Basset Hound and the Dove, both so sweet and somber. And the Enneagram Institute lists Johnny Depp, Prince, Bob Dylan, Miles Davis, Amy Winehouse, basically all the coolest musicians you've ever heard of. And oddly enough, Anne Frank. You fours really do love to journal. Moving on, type five, the investigator. Type five's core desire is to comprehend their environment. Their core fear is to be lost in confusion and incapable of handling life. Fives with a four wing are called the iconoclast, which I think is the coolest wing name. And they're truly creative loners who look for a more artistic and less scientific field to make their living. 
Fives with a six wing are called the problem solver and are far more technically minded. They enjoy practical solutions to everyday problems. When fives are stressed out, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type seven. So they get hyperactive and scattered and start taking on way too many projects simultaneously. When fives are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type eight and they come out of their shells to do something truly bold or innovative no matter how much resistance they meet. Fives are in the head triad center, no surprise there. So they deal with a lot of fear and anxiety as they're mostly concerned about their personal security. In the harmonic triad, fives are in the competency group. So they'll learn new skills or study new information to cope with trauma. In the Hornevian triad, fives are in the withdrawn group and they are the true introverts of the Enneagram for the most part. They prefer having a role to play in social situations, kind of like being the group photographer. And if they don't have a role, they'll probably dip out as soon as their gas tank is even close to empty, which doesn't take very long. Great Britain is the type five country. Think about their intellectual skepticism and a somewhat gloomy yet endearing demeanor. Type five animals are the owl and the fox. And the Enneagram Institute lists Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick, Tim Burton, Edgar Allan Poe, and Stephen King as famous type fives. So basically the source of all my childhood nightmares. Thanks for that fives. But you also have almost every famous inventor as well. So you're changing the world and spooking us out at the same time. Moving on, type six, the loyalist. Six's core desire is to be supported by strong or committed people and organizations. Their core fear is essentially fear itself. But to make that more specific, it's usually a fear of having no support, guidance, or protection. Sixes are unique in that they come in two distinct groups. The first group runs from their fear into the arms of anyone or anything that will support them. And the second group charges after anything that frightens them. These two groups are known as phobic sixes and counterphobic sixes, but more on that in another episode. Sixes with a five wing are called the defender, and they love technical rule-based systems that they can use to champion a cause of some kind. Sixes with a seven wing are called the buddy, and they're far less serious in their career aspirations. They tend to prefer a nice family, familiar friends, and a simple good time. When sixes are stressed out, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type three, and can become vain, competitive, and deceitful. When sixes are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type nine, and they experience a sense of equanimity and acceptance for all people and all things. Sixes are a part of the head triad center, so they can be paralyzed by internal and external pressure to come up with the best way to find security. In the harmonic triad, sixes are in the reactive group, so they cope with trauma by committing themselves to others while expecting that others do the same without smothering them. In the Hornevian triad, sixes are in the compliant group, so they just want to fit into whatever social group they're a part of. Germany is the type six country. Think extreme nationalism and a tendency to submit to their authorities, no matter how off track they may be. Type six animals are the deer for those phobic sixes and the wolf for those counterphobic sixes. And the Enneagram Institute lists Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, and Spike Lee as famous type sixes. And I would love to see Spike Lee direct those other three in a movie do the white thing. Moving on. Type seven, the enthusiast. Seven's core desire is to experience as much of life as is humanly possible. So their core fear is of being trapped in pain or discomfort. Sevens with a six wing are called the entertainer and are funny, engaging, and a bit more domestic in their ambitions. Sevens with an eight wing are called the realist and are more career oriented in their adventures. They will often prioritize their experiences or professional advancement over their personal relationships. When sevens aren't coping well with stress, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type one and get perfectionistic, controlling, and 
dismissive of others' needs. When sevens are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type five and all their scattered interests become laser focused on going deep into one topic or relating to one person. Sevens are in the head triad center, so they deal with their fear and anxiety by constantly changing interests so that their fear of the future is replaced with giddy excitement. In the harmonic triad, sevens are in the positive outlook group, so any deep failure just becomes a funny story to tell over dinner. In the Hornevian triad, sevens are in the assertive group, so they feel like they need to bring the good time to whatever social situation they're in. Ireland and Brazil are two countries that represent type seven. Think about those lively beaches and packed bars at 4 a.m. They know how to have a good time and how to recover from a good time so they can do it all over again. The type seven animal is the monkey and the Enneagram Institute lists Robin Williams, Kevin Hart, Jim Carrey, and Steven Spielberg as famous type sevens. So they essentially healed the nightmares that type five gave me as a child. Thanks for that guys. Moving on, type eight, the challenger. Eight's core desire is to be in control of their life. So their core fear is of being harmed or controlled by others. Eights with a seven wing are called the maverick, probably tied for first place and coolest wing name. And they are the true entrepreneurs of the Enneagram, often finding multiple different ways to make money so that they can firmly establish their independence. Eights with a nine wing are called the bear, and they are the epitome of the strong silent type. They typically work alone and prefer to sit back and analyze their environment so they can assert themselves in the most practical or strategic way possible. When eights are not healthy, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type five and get suspicious, defensive, and reclusive. When eights are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type two and become focused on using their strength to serve or empower others. Eights are a part of the gut triad center, so they extrovert a lot of anger as a means of resisting their environment. In the harmonic triad, eights are in the reactive group, so they cope with trauma by pushing against others and finding a way to need nothing from no one. In the Hornevian triad, eights are in the assertive group, so they show up to social situations and think, here I am, deal with me. Spain is the type eight country. Think of the bravado and intensity of bullfighters. So of course, animals that embody type eight are, you guessed it, the bull, but also the rattlesnake and the bear, AKA the eight wing nine. And the Enneagram Institute lists Winston Churchill, Ernest Hemingway, Rosie O'Donnell, Serena Williams, Saddam Hussein, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Phil, and of course, Donald Trump as famous type eights. And there is no way you didn't have a visceral reaction to one of those names, unless of course you happen to be a nine. Boom, segues for the win. Type nine, the peacemaker. Nine's core desire is to maintain a peaceful equilibrium both internally and externally. So their core fear is of losing connection with others and living in an unavoidable tension. Nines with an eight wing are called the referee and are willing to speak up in order to create the peace they want in their environment. On the flip side, nines with a one wing are called the dreamer and are far more prone to getting lost in their imagination and rarely engage in conflict. When nines aren't coping well with stress, they disintegrate into the worst characteristics of type six and get anxious, worried, and panicked mainly about the future. When nines are healthy, they integrate the best characteristics of type three and will sacrifice their inner peace of mind or comfort for the sake of working towards a great accomplishment or goal, typically tied to their career. Nines are a part of the gut triad center, so they deal with a lot of repressed rage that they tend not to even be aware of until they explode. In the harmonic triad, nines are a part of the positive outlook group, so they deal with trauma simply by pretending it doesn't exist and going on about their everyday life. In the Hornevian triad, nines are a part of the withdrawn group. So while they may stay at the party late into the night, they mentally checked out hours ago and have just been imagining what they're gonna watch on Netflix when they get home. 
Sweden and Mexico are type 9 countries. Think about remaining neutral in World War II or just maintaining a relatively chill attitude 24-7. Two animals that embody type 9 are the elephant and the dolphin. So cute. And the Enneagram Institute lists Mr. Rogers, Jack Johnson, James Taylor, Morgan Freeman. Man, I'm getting sleepy just reading these names. Y'all are so sweet and soothing. Okay, we made it. Again, that was a very, very basic description bordering on stereotyping each of the nine Enneagram types. I have glossed over so many details that it almost pains me to put this out, but I know this is just a teaser to get you more interested in exploring the deeper truths of the Enneagram. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please like, share, and subscribe. As always, I'm your host, Colton Simmons, and I'll see you next time here on You've Got a Type.